Hey everybody, happy Monday. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, you listened to him this morning already. He's done talking for the day. He did the morning show filling in for Jason. Uh, and uh, usually Holly and I just do the show together then. Well, here's the thing. Because it's the week of a holiday, Holly is doing the afternoon show. Yep. So she's here with us, but so that she didn't um, expend all of her words on this show, we had to bring in another friend, and that friend is our friend, Kelly Hansen. Hi. Hi, Kelly Hello, Hansen. Kelly. So excited to be here. We are so excited to have you here. Now, for those of you who don't know Kelly, Kelly is a reporter on Twin Cities Live with our wonderful friends, Steve and also Elizabeth. Yes. So you that's where you would see her. Yes. Um, and I will tell you, she is currently the best dressed person on this show. <laughs> Listen, by I, had, far. I had a commercial shoot. I may have too much makeup on. On for this moment we're well, in right now. I, you know, Holly and I usually dress down a little bit for work, so you're I good. If I didn't have to wear makeup, I would just go barefaced oh. all the time. All well, the time. we're near that at all times because <laughs> nobody's got to look at this. Uh, but it, you are here to talk with us all the way through the show yes. about all the things that Team Cobra usually talks about. I'm well, excited. In the talking about what we were going to talk about, we realized as a non-Team Cobra member, meaning you just have not yet like played in our sandbox, right? we might sound a little crazy. I, yeah, I need to know all the things, and I need things explained to me. Okay, well, good thing you do, because that's what we're going to do. Okay, great. So we're going to start with the drama with Taylor Swift, and this has sort of erupted over the weekend. Okay. I'm going to tell you who the players are first, okay? Okay. In this drama that is being played out uh, over social media. We have Taylor Swift. I know you know Taylor Swift because you're a little bit of a fan. Uh, you know, I, tw- I call her T-Swizzle. Oh, I don't know we call her any- T-Swizz on our show. Oh, okay. Meant to be. Yeah, T-Swizz. Okay. So uh, I dabble also in the Taylor Swift music. Mm-hmm. I like her. Um, so we all know Taylor Swift. The next player... In the scene is Scott Borchetta. Who is Scott Borchetta, you ask? That is the owner of Big Machine Records, which is the label that she, up until this current album that hasn't been released yet fully, mm-hmm. uh, up until this current album, that's the label that she released all of her music on. And I don't mean like just her pop music. Oh, I her mean country music, think sure. All the way back. Now he's new he's a new owner of Big Machine. Is he, he is I don't believe he's a new Oh, I thought ma- he, you might be right, I thought, actually. I thought he bought it for like hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh could be. Okay. Well. But he has now sold Big Machine Records. Oh. To Scooter that's, Braun. That's what I'm thinking. That's so what I'm thinking. Scooter Braun is the so that's where it's confusing, is Scott Borchetta. And Scooter Braun. There's too many SB initials. I know. And Scooter Braun's real name is Scott. So, like, try to keep this all. Okay. Ah, I know. So, so those are the three players. Scooter Braun, Scott Borchetta, Taylor Swift. Now, of those three names, there are two that are the most familiar. And that's Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun. Mm-hmm. And the reason that you know Scooter Braun's name is because he is also the manager of Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. Uh, he's the former manager of Kanye West. He is the new manager of Demi Lovato. Oh. So he's he is in with a lot of people that you hear about a lot. And actually, you hear about Scooter Braun 
you know, probably just about as much um, because he's been tied in with that those groups for so long or those people for so long. So those are the players. Okay. okay? Here are the facts. The first fact is, just like we said, Scott Borchetta sold uh, his record, Big Machine Records, her enti- which included her entire catalog to Scooter Braun. When I say her entire catalog, I mean the masters of all of the music she has ever recorded. So in a contract of some sort, she didn't say, I own this. They own it. The label owns it. The label owns it. Correct. Okay. So Scooter Braun is now in charge of her entire catalog. She is not. And there's conversation about when she knew that this was happening, whether or not she was available, like whether or not that was made available to her so that she could purchase her own music. So what does that mean? Because he owns it so he can sell it. He can do whatever he wants with it. I'm going to let Holly take that one because Holly (laughs) is more like versed in like the musical labels. She, he, yes, it's all, it's like he has the rights to it. So yes, he can distribute it however he wants. Yep. So if he wants to do a crappy Taylor Swift greatest hits and he pulls together just all the recordings of her songs, he gets paid for it. He gets paid for it. Licensing. He gets paid for it. He's now in charge of that entire catalog and whatever that means. I I I don't know. Can he sell that out to like uh, commercial use? Oh, he very well could be now yeah. because I don't know the specifics of the contract that Taylor Swift has with Big Machine Records. But in theory, yeah. So the actual songs, the recordings themselves, those master tapes—that's what Scooter Braun owns. Now Taylor Swift, she has the publishing rights to the song, so that's where it gets a little bit interesting. A little so, bit muddy. A little huh. bit muddy. So uh, realistically, maybe she could say, you know, I'm not going to allow you to do this to my song because I own the publishing rights. But then he owns the master, so he owns the physical recordings of these songs. There's a lot of legal stuff going on, and the music business gets real messy real quickly. It does. And when she was, I mean, this was when she was very young. She signed all these documents saying, here's what's going to happen. Yep. And so, you know, that's maybe a lesson learned. Well, not necessarily, because this kind of stuff happens all the time, where people, the music business is full, has history full of, like, terrible music deals or and really popular people not owning the rights to their music for example probably the most famous one is uh michael jackson owns the beatles catalog right what not paul mccartney no and that was a thing back in the day sidetracked to that drama where Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson were friendly with each other in the early 80s. Paul McCartney told Michael Jackson, hey, you know, the real way to make money is to get into music publishing and music rights. Michael Jackson was like, oh, okay. And then a couple years later... I love that impression, by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) So then a couple years after that, when the Beatles catalog went up for auction, because the Beatles notoriously didn't have the rights to their music, Michael Jackson just decided to make a purchase for himself. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That was a smart purchase on his... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, kind of a... Actually, move, but you know what are you going to do? Well, That's what happens. Sale. Business right. is business. It's called show business, not show friends. Okay. Well, thanks, Colleen. <laughs> now you're welcome. Now, um, the, the one more little piece that we think that is important to know that is a fact is that Taylor Swift's father sat on the board of 
that of the of big machine records of the label that held her entire catalog of masters really so when taylor swift says i just found out when the public found out about the sale of this it causes you to go really if you're digging deep really you just found out your father who sits on the board didn't tell you really Also, her father probably was highly involved because she was a minor when she signed those contracts in the first place. So his not knowing about that or her not knowing about that is questionable. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. now here's the Team Cobra take on this, at least for now. Okay. 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 The Team Cobra take on this at this current present moment is that basically at this point, it is a he said, she said. And the he said, she said really is about. When Taylor Swift knew about this and whether Scooter Braun is doing this all for the right reasons, because Scooter Braun, according to Taylor Swift, has been instrumental in her like public bullying. And here's why. Because Scooter Braun is affiliated with Kanye West mm-hmm. as his former manager. Right. Kanye West, you'll recall, had yes. a very public battle with Taylor Swift in many different forms. First at the MTV Movie Awards when he interrupted her, or Music Awards, sorry, um, when he interrupted her. Second, just right before her Reputation album dropped, he got he he had used her image first of all in a video, right, of her naked, terribly, yeah. with a bunch mm-hmm. of other naked people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was that. Then there was the, he used her name, he used a scenario involving her in a song that he said he had run past her. She said he did not. Then Kim Kardashian secretly recorded that conversation happening and then released that. So she got involved. So you'll, and that was all like Scooter Braun is an ancillary character in that so story. So she's thinking Scooter Braun is, is encouraging, is saying, go for it, do what you can. I don't care about Taylor Swift. And now he owns all the rights. Exactly. To her music. And she is saying, this is the, think about it this way the man who publicly bullied me mm-hmm. now owns my entire catalog. Oh, okay. Man. Yes. However, I just want to also take a step back and look at Taylor Swift's career and see how much she has benefited from playing the victim in certain scenarios. <laughs> right? Right. The Reputation album is a uh, pure evidence of that. Right. <sighs> right? Oh, you're maybe turning me a corner see, here. So this is where you come into the fold on Team Cobra. The whole idea of the uh, the snake motifs in yep. the Reputation World Tour, the persona that she took on and the and the position that she took was that you know, I there is that she is part of this dialogue. Yeah, it's it is all. Listen. On team, when you are sitting with Team Cobra, the th- two things you need to know is nothing is real and everyone it's smokes awesome. in Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> the second thing you need to know is all the celebrities are trying to get us to think a certain way about something. So everything they do publicly is in an effort to, to position themselves in some way. And you also have to remember the labels have everything to do with that. So when. You know, what we're buying when we're buying the Taylor Swift album is not just the the music. It's also the image of who Taylor Swift is. Mm-hmm. 
It's the entire package. Same goes for Kanye West. Same, whether you want to believe that or not. Uh, same goes for Justin Bieber. Same goes for every person who you buy the music of. What you're buying is the whole brand of them. Right. And the music label has everything to do with that. And so this argument that's happening between the music labels that is seeming to center around Taylor Swift, everything she's saying to us has everything to do with how are we going to see her so that we will continue to buy her music and her records. You know, I I do like her music. Some of the new stuff I'm a little about but when is taylor swift not playing the victim exactly i mean i feel like us now i feel like (laughs) i mean you know she does a sad song and dance and then you do feel like i i I read the blog yesterday i saw it on her instagram i swiped up and i read the blog just like she wants all of her fans to do and i read it thinking huh i'm a little confused number one so thank you for explaining to me what's going on also, there was a picture of Justin Bieber that she posted. I'm not quite sure. Maybe you can help me understand that. But I yeah. just feel like it's it's a lot of the same song and dance every time she posts something. Exactly. Now, to your question, what is the Scooter Braun, uh, Justin Bieber connection and the, that picture she posted? We're going to get to that in the okay. second hour. All right. I'll wait for that. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. Now with even more of Crayola's latest and greatest hits, including three new attractions. Get your coupons today at participating Subways. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. The redhead rebellion (laughs) in the studio today. I love it. Quickly mentioning that Kelly Hansen is filling in for Bradley, who filled in on the morning show. Holly Roberts is filling in on the afternoon show. That's why things are weird here. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Gosh, it's mayhem. It's a good weird. It is. is. It is a good weird. It's good. It's nice to see both of you. Thank okay, you. I want to follow up, though, on a story that I was talking about during the 820 Dirt Alert, and this is uh, this whole debacle with Scooter Braun, who is Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's manager, buying Taylor Swift's entire catalog of music yes. for $300 million. million. 
Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He's made a lot of money managing these oh, pups. Oh, yes, he has. What's his paycheck like? Uh, a lot significant. of dollars. Like every other week he's getting like a million? Like what's happening? I mean, way more than that, I, I yeah. bet. God. Yeah, I know. We can't just, imagine If this. you spent $300 million on something, he's got to be making got, $100 million a year or something. I mean, maybe not that. I, I don't know. You, what do I, I know? I can't even. It's a lot. It's a lot. So... Taylor Swift is very unhappy about this, and she posted about it over the weekend. She uh, is just horrified that Scooter Braun was able to buy her music, and she says that he has bullied her and manipulated her for years. And then um, now Scooter Braun's wife is weighing in, firing back on Taylor Swift on Instagram, saying, I've never been one for a public airing of laundry, but when you attack my husband, here we go. Let's start with Taylor Swift. Whoa. Then let's get the facts straight. You were given the opportunity to own your masters and you passed. So masters is all of her music. Like the originals of her music. So she had the chance to buy it and she didn't? She says, you were given the opportunity to own your masters. You passed. Interesting that the man you're so grossed out by believed in you more than you believe in yourself. Now... What's really at issue here is what's going on with Taylor Swift's dad. And I have a feeling that this is going to be have this is going to be be a story that's going to continue. Yeah, because it's going to be real awkward at the Thanksgiving table. So some people were claiming that including Big Machine Label Records claiming that Taylor Swift's dad is on the board of directors of the record company. But then a spokesperson for Taylor Swift saying, no, that's not the case, but he's a shareholder. And so when there were conversations that were going to be had in shareholders meetings that required a non-disclosure agreement he decided not to be part of those conversations because he didn't want to be privy to information that would involve taylor that he wouldn't oh. be legally allowed to share ah. with her that's what's being reported okay, as that well. makes a little guys more sense. the complicated nature of this this story has taken up two full dirt alerts today and it's not even enough time because it's so no that is 100 percent true because we just talked about it now i've just learned more about that, it yes, and we're going to talk about it again later because the other really interesting piece is all the teams and how everybody lines up. So Scooter Braun's wife goes on to say, and girl, who are you to talk about bullying? The world has watched you collect and drop friends like wilted flowers. <gasps> My husband oh, is she anything but words. a bully. He's spent his life standing up for people and causes he believes in. Beyond that, it's easy to see that the point of putting this out was to get people to bully him. You are supposed to be a role model, but continue to model bullying. Okay, here, I, I kind of agree with her. I think that it puts out the bullying nature. Well, it's definitely if she puts it out there, she's like, you know, it's like if Beyonce says it would to say anything negative about somebody, the beehive goes crazy. Right. right. Taylor Swift fans go crazy on him. And the trouble here is that we don't really have all the facts of what exactly happened. And I think it's hard to make a judgment until, you know, if Taylor Swift had if that's true, if she had the opportunity to buy and then she passed, then Mm -hmm. she can't complain about Mm -hmm. who bought it. However, you know, I'll. I'm just going to throw this out there to play devil's advocate. And I don't know who I'm playing devil. I don't know who the devil is and why I'm advocating for the devil in this situation. <laughs> but it, there is a possible scenario where she, you know, was offered the rights and declined thinking that whomever was going to acquire them would be somebody that she could work with and pay, play nice with. This is like the worst possible case mm-hmm. scenario, right? That it's like your sworn enemy that ends up purchasing that it is kind of an interesting thing and here to go along with you devil satan thank um, you here i am it is rarely called that but okay (laughs) when you have (laughs) when you look at taylor swift and a lot of you know contentious relationships and a lot of back and forth and a lot of bad blood 
To yeah. quote a Taylor Swift yeah, song. To quote her. <laughs> the one common denominator that we have in these relationships is... Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. T-Swizzle. Yeah. I'm telling you that there is definitely an image that she is trying to put out in the way that she's telling the story. Pay attention to it. That's very true. Because she, she everything she's doing is done trying to manipulate how we see her and see the situation. You're totally right. However, the same is true for Scooter Braun mm-hmm. and all of his minions as well. So, spin master. Ah, so good. All right, have fun, you guys. So fun to see you. Thank you, Bye. Elizabeth Reese. We're going to need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651641. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainerfield, and on the morning show, Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live is here, and I am so happy. Oh, we got to turn on oh, your mic. Hang on. There you go. We're You're on. good. Hello. And Holly Roberts is here, and it's time for the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Holly, who do we have on the phone? We have Bridget on the phone, and she is playing for a MyTalk 1071 summer swag bag. Woo! All right, Bridget, are you ready? You know how this works, right? Heck yeah, I'm ready, and I do know how it works. Okay, the timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Achy Breaky Heart was a hit song by which singer? Billy Ray Cyrus. Catherine McPhee was a contestant on what reality competition series? American Idol. The video game the video game character Sonic is what kind of animal? Hedgehog. Who plays the character Rambo in the film series of the same name? I'm sorry, repeat. Who plays the character Rambo in the film series of the same name? Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Serena Williams plays what sport? Tennis. Yeah! Bridget, congratulations. Wow. You got yourself a MyTalk 1071 swag bag. And if you are not Bridget, you will have the opportunity to play that game again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Now that we've done that, now that we know all the answers <laughs> to those fun questions, we can move on to solve mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. All right. So in this segment, Kelly, this is where Colleen and you are going to solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. So a blind item is just a piece of gossip where they don't actually identify the person because they want to sneak around it. And, you know, they want to be cautious about things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm nervous. This is where we learn all of our dirt. Yes. Okay. This is right. where we learn, ready. learn a lot of our dirt. And most of our dirt comes courtesy of a person named N.T lawyer and they have the inside details about all of this gossip so here is your first celebrity gossip mystery try to solve the following despite what the pr releases say about the casting of the villainess role in that remake of the animated classic movie the producers are still hoping for that legendary entertainment and celebs spawn for the part okay what okay so, <clears throat> let's work this out. Okay, so first of all, I, the, the, the PR releases are saying that they've cast the villainess right. in the uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And that it Dan is... Ursula. Yep, the Ursula, Ursula role. Part. Okay. And that that has gone to Melissa McCarthy. Uh. McCartney. <laughs> McCarthy. 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 Yeah. 
I that she's that in negotiations. That Melissa right. McCarthy is in, in serious negotiations to play Ursula. And this okay. blind item is telling us it is not her. Oh. It is instead a legendary entertainer and celeb spawn. That would be... Dun, 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 I think I got it. Liza Minnelli. Oh! Ooh, that yeah. would be good. <laughs> All right, so I'll fill in the blank for you guys. So despite How what the did PR, you know that? I, just practice. Wow. Despite Thanks what for the, being impressed. <laughs> the PR releases say about the casting of Ursula in the live-action Little Mermaid, saying that it's Melissa McCarthy, the producers are still hoping that Liza Minnelli might entertain their offer to play Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Now, Kelly, you weren't here last week, but this blind item goes back to a previous blind item from last week that said that the producers of the live-action Little Mermaid reboot really, really, really want Liza Minnelli to play Mm. this role, but that it's a stretch because, well, she's not kicking and stretching like she used to. Yeah, how old is she? I'm... She's in her early seventies. She's in her seventies. She was older than that. that, The reason why is because of the drugs and the alcohol. Oh, she looks a little aged. So it's not even the looking aged as much as the behaving aged. Um, Maybe she doesn't have. uh, She doesn't really know where her marbles are at this point. It sounds like at least rumors. Yeah, I'm just saying gossip okay nice way of saying it you know i'm doing my best Mm -hmm. uh shall we uh unleash another one on kelly hansen here gosh yes guys all right colleen and kelly this one is short and sweet consider the following celebrity gossip mystery the talk show host lost somewhere near ten thousand dollars from her most recent love interest lost or stolen oh Mm. You should see my face right now. Yeah, poor Kelly is like, I don't know. I don't play in the sandbox. I've got you. Don't worry about it. Well, let's break it down. It's easy to break down the blind items if you just think about who it's about. So a talk show host is who we're thinking about. Okay, We need to solve for X. Yep. So we're looking for the talk show host. And and if you think about it, this talk show host recently has been flaunting a new relationship. See, now we're in the place where I know the answer, but I want to help Kelly get there. Okay, wait. So (laughs) uh, my gut's telling me it's Wendy Williams. There you go. (gasps) (gasps) I got it. it. Okay, 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 okay. So proud. Now what? (laughs) Okay, so we know the talk show host. Yes. So now we go to Holly and we say, please fill in the blanks. And I will. Wendy Williams lost somewhere near $10,000 from her most recent love interest. Now, the question is if the money was lost or it was stolen. So this guy is the random guy that she says that she met through her buddy, Black China. Turns out he's an ex-con. And everybody was like, "Uh, Wendy, I don't, maybe not the best person to be hanging out with. There's either even paparazzi pictures of her like literally taking money out of the ATM and handing it to him. Oh, and she tried to confront those and be like, "Yeah, like we were on a date." I don't remember what the story was, but there was a story that made it sound like she's like, "I know everybody's gonna think that he was just taking my money, but we were doing this thing, and I get was yeah, whatever." But the point is, we were right. He took her money. He stole it. He stole it. He stole it. Or lo- and he I don't ran. know if it was lost or if it was well, stolen. Well, she let it be stolen, right? Exactly. She's handing him money out of the ATM. I know. She allowed the stealing. Exactly. Okay. All right. One more. All right. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve Colleen and Kelly. Consider the following This former tweener actress turned A minus list adult singer 
is hoping that she can get some new tracks because of her siding with the new owner. She should hope so, because there are not any women who want to work with her now. Oh, okay. Huh, okay. Former tweener actress mm. turned A minus list adult singer. Yes. Oh, who I've got would it. that be? Okay. So typically, see, so oh, this has to do with this is so fun for me. <laughs> this has to do with this t- Taylor Swift and That's Scooter what was, Braun issue. Okay. But the oh. actress is not Taylor Swift because she's I not know. an actress. I know. I know. It's Oop. Demi Lovato. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I, proud am I of you. good at this or yes. what? Okay. See, a lot of it just has to do with, again, breaking it down a little bit and thinking about kind of the current stories of the day. So Holly, fill in the blank, and then we'll try to kind of fill in the blanks. Okay, so Demi Lovato is hoping that she can get some new tracks because of her siding with the new owner of Big Machine Records, which would be Scooter, Scooter Braun. Braun. Demi Lovato should hope so. Because there aren't any women who want to work with her now. So this all has to do with the fact that um, one of the uh, people who was vocal about not being a big fan, kind of on Team Taylor, uh, was Todrick Hall. And Demi Lovato replied to one of Todrick Hall's tweets Basically saying, like, Scooter Braun is totally awesome, and he's not anything like what you're saying he is. You know, I work with him, and it's all good, and blah, blah, blah. Happy face and love emoji. I'm paraphrasing. And this blind item is basically saying that the reason that she did that was to show allegiance for Scooter Braun, who's her manager. And in doing that, she's hoping that she'll get some an opportunity to put out some new tracks. Yes, and that she'll get hooked up with songwriters. Now, I'm not sure about the last part of this because there aren't any women who want to work with her now. That's a little vague to me. But I what don't understand what that is. I don't understand necessarily what that is either. But what it does tell me is that there aren't a lot of people in the music business that may want to work with Demi Lovato. So she's doing this to align herself with Scooter Braun because he has relationships with songwriters and that hopefully they'll give her a hot track or two to record. You know, she she has she's got a long way to go, I think, to kind of bring herself back to where she was. And I feel like creating bad blood, if you will. Oh, see she what like you did that? there. I feel like maybe this wasn't the best. I mean, she should have just kept her mouth shut. Yeah. I mean, she probably she's got a great voice. Yeah. And she's probably going to get more songs and and more airtime. But maybe this isn't the way to do that. Right. Well, I mean, we got a lot of that going on in this story, yeah. in the storyline. It's a little bit crazy. Well, and we are going to don't worry about it, you guys, because the Taylor Swift Scooter Braun debacle, there's so much to unpack there. And we are going to get back to that a little bit later in the show. However, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show featuring today, Ms. Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live, um, over the weekend, a Jonas got married. It again. was a Joe Jonas, again, thank again. you, wedding number two, to Sophie Turner. Now, you might think that the stars of that wedding were <laughs> Joe Jonas or Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Priyanka Chopra was the star of that. Okay, I'm having another one of those moments where I'm realizing that we're weird on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, <laughs> My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show. Holly Roberts is doing the drive time show. 
And so we brought in Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live. Hey, oh. And uh, Kelly, you, this is so fun because you've never been actually. No, I a like, I've taken a few too many selfies. I've posted none, but just with the headphones on, I feel very cool. Well, good. Very cool. Good. I'm hoping that when, um, when we initiate you into our very strange community of conspiracy theories, that you will feel equally cool. And um, one of our big conspiracy theories surrounds a couple that we call Chonus. Which I think sounds gross. <laughs> we do, too. <laughs> that is the couple of uh, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Yes. When we talk about them, we have a little thing we do. We call it the Chonus Bonus. It's time for a Chonus Bonus. <laughs> okay. And the reason we have to talk about them today is because we should be talking about the wedding of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Yes, they're just a beautiful couple. Okay, well, off the air, I have to say, Kelly told me. Oh yeah, that she thinks Joe Jonas is so attractive, smoking hot, and you have like direct knowledge of his hotness. He's also a very nice person. He was on Twin Cities Live. Gosh, a couple years ago, maybe when when his song. Uh, Cake by the Cake Ocean. Cake by the Ocean, thank you. was very hot. He was in town for something, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, a movie or something. Uh-huh. Anyway, he was on the show, and I met him kind of in passing. Very nice. Very appreciative. And really, I mean, a personality goes a long way. Super nice guy. And then... He's like dark and handsome. Like he just, his eyes, something. My husband probably is listening because I told him to, honey, I love you. (laughs) And you're really good looking too. But it's just a different thing about Joe Jonas. Oh, I get it. He kind of has like a little like bad boy appeal, but not scary bad boy because he's a Jonas. I think he's the cutest of the three. Agreed. For sure. Um, I agree. I don't know. I think he's a contender. Who do you think? Well, I think Nick is pretty hot. Nobody says Kevin. No, poor Kevin. Poor Kevin, indeed. No, no. Okay, but here's the thing, is that Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner got married. I should be seeing all the headlines about them at their wedding, right? Right. Guess what I'm not seeing? Those headlines. Any headlines about them. All the headlines I'm seeing are about Priyanka Chopra. So she's stealing all their wedding vibes. Now, what you need to also know, Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live, who's (laughs) filling in for Bradley Trainer on My Talk (laughs) 107.1, is that... We think, actually, we're pretty certain that the relationship between Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas is not authentic. It is really all for their own publicity and career advancement. I can see that. It's very transactional. It's incredibly transactional, which I'm, can we stick a pin in this? I had a thought about that this morning, so remind me of that, because I do want to share that in a second. These are the headlines I'm seeing. Priyanka Chopra wore a designer dress with a $30 bag. And this is a picture of her gallivanting around France for the wedding. And it's all about what she's wearing and what she's carrying. That was in Glamour magazine. Then I see in People magazine, Priyanka Chopra wows in a pastel pink sari at Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's second wedding. And they're talking about the fact that her wedding dress, like the dress that she wore, to the second wedding in Paris of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner was a a traditional sari that was designed by Sobayashi. And this was printed in in Vogue India. And Mm -hmm. that's where the outlets apparently are getting this. Now, I would say it's People Magazine. They probably got it directly from Priyanka herself because Mm, she's always vying for headlines. Um, 
But I literally, all I see is headlines about Priyanka Chopra and what she was wearing in and around the wedding. Well, I mean, if you look at the wedding photos that you can find, Google it anywhere, right? Uh, Danielle, so that's Kevin's wife. Uh Uh-huh. She is in a beautiful emerald green gown, mm-hmm. but there's no flair. So you're not you're not looking at her so right. much because you're looking at the bride, right? And then you have Priyanka in this beautiful gown that really is a stunner, and you're gonna your eyes are gonna drift that yes. way. Isn't that a rule of thumb when you go to a wedding? Don't upstage the bride. You are not supposed to upstage the bride. And if you do it on accident, okay. But I feel like Priyanka, she upstages. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yes, and she knows it. But really, I mean, there are photos of her like you know, she wipes tears. I don't really know if she's wiping tears or getting an no, eye booger out. Those but, aren't te- she doesn't make tears. Or those tears are sponsored by Amazon.com. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, she's she is gorgeous. But, you know, you, that's just it's just in poor taste. Well, it is in poor taste to try to upstage the bride, especially yes. if you are releasing stories about yourself after the wedding so that. Everybody will cover I, those. It looks like a gown she would have worn to her wedding. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. It, well, that's kind of what I... Listen, if I'm going to read into it, I think part of that was trying to remind the press of her wedding. Because remember, sure. this is the thing she does. It's just like wearing... It is the wedding version of the knee brace that she was wearing for a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that knee brace was to remind people that she was in Quantico. Because every because people will be like, why do you wear the knee brace? And she's like, I have an injury. It's an my, old Quantico my, my injury. stunt injury. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh yeah, that's right. She's an actress. Okay, now this was the idea I had. We have like a minute and a half for me to share this with you. Please. Okay. This morning, I'm sitting in the car thinking about their relationship. Joe Jonas and Priyanka, no, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. And I'm thinking about our, the way that we believe this relationship is taking place and that it really is all for publicity. Then I was thinking about the fact that we have heard from the person who writes our blind items that Priyanka Chopra is essentially like insufferable, that people do not like to work with her. She's not really a super kind, known to be a super kind person. Mm. Then I thought, what if Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra actually despise each other? And they all of this stuff that is transactional, so they always have to be together, holding hands, looking like they love each other when they're out on their press walks, which could be anywhere, right? Sure. It's like wherever they are, and they right. have called the paparazzi to tell sure. them that they're there. They have to look like they're in love. And then like they do their Instagram photographs with their hired Instagram photographer, and they have to look like they're in love. They have a hired Instagram photographer? Oh, yeah. That's actually thing? a fact. Yeah, yeah we oh. saw them on the balcony at the Cannes Film Festival taking pictures of Nick and Priyanka that can, were then posted on social can media. Can you imagine if that was your title? Yeah. What is your title? Official. I am the Instagram photographer. Yeah. Wow. Right? Okay, sorry. Side, side I know. Tracked. But see, this is good because now you see the whole picture. No pun intended. So, like, what if they really despise each other, but everything they do in the public? And then I thought, you know what this is? This is going to be my movie or my novel that you're going to write. Yeah, this story about <laughs> the story about a couple who are manufactured just for publicity, who absolutely cannot stand each other. Oh, that would be a great right movie. I think it's going to end in murder. I don't oh, know God. yet. Okay. I don't want to give it away. Wow. There's going to be a big twist. I, I still have to write the. But do, isn't that interesting? Can you imagine though if your sister-in-law was Priyanka? Can you oh. imagine? And if she was trying to take all of your flair at your own wedding? 
I would not be if I were Sophie Turner. Although maybe Sophie Turner is a bigger person than I am. I, maybe Sophie Turner is like, fine, yeah, take the spotlight. Then it's not on me. What else? No, no. Okay, Holly's like, I don't buy that. <laughs> no. When we come back, uh, speaking of weddings, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the most outrageous amount of money that? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.